Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, y'all? It's your man Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. All right. So before we get into the first topic, I just want a big, big shout out. Give a big shout out to uh, Kevin Hart for making it out the hospital. Glad that he's safe. Uh, not sure about the other person, the friend who was the driver. Um, not sure about his whereabouts. Um, hopefully he's not dead and hopefully I don't sound stupid when I say, uh, that I hope that he recovers as well. Um, well, Kevin isn't recovered, but you know, he's recovering. So I hope that the friend if he is still alive, I guess, and this is stuff I should have probably researched before hitting play, but I didn't. Um, but um, if he is alive, I hope he is recovering. <clears throat> Anybody else in that car accident? Because I believe there was more people, but I believe the passengers in the back didn't really suffer um, severe injuries like Kevin did and the driver did. Um, so that's why I mentioned there them two, um, but of course I want the friends to be okay, even though they didn't get hurt in a car crash. Car crashes are still scary, and can be pretty traumatizing. I would know. Um, so I hope everyone in this situation is okay. Hopefully I'm not. Hopefully no one is dead. Uh, yeah. Um, but Kev's out the hospital. So uh, as I was stating last week. To those who give a fuck, if you have something, if you have kind words to say, um, make sure you send Kev your kind words and, and, and just all that good stuff. Um, and if you don't have anything good to say because you're still mad about the tweets he made that he apologized for multiple times, don't say anything. That was the premise of, not the premise of last week, but that was basically something I mentioned last week. If you want to know what you know, all that is about, you can listen to last week's episode. On to this week's episode, um, I'm going to start off with the segment that I introduced last week that I said I was going to hopefully do every week on this podcast uh, with the men being men segment. Um, and basically for those who wasn't here last week, uh, who didn't listen last week, the segment is going to high, is just be highlighting uh, men who I feel as though deserve to be highlighted for uh, the the bravery for uh, basically them being themselves and being who they truly are. What it truly means to be a a a real man or just a real person, but a real man, right? Not somebody who is going to fall into what society says a man has to be has to look like all that other stuff definitely not a man who 
uh, relishes in toxic masculinity um, and anything of that form. I wanted to make my platform, you know, one of the many things that I do on this platform here. I wanted to celebrate men like that. So people know that a men like that do exist. Not all of us are toxic. Not all of us are, you know, misogynistic. Not all of us are just trash ass uh, people. Um, I wanted to do that to highlight the men that I see doing that as well. I also wanted you all, the listeners, to chime in as well and uh, share examples of men that you know personally. Um, If you know them personally or you just know of, I should just say, um, who should be highlighted during these segments. And men be a men's segment. Um, You know, like I said last week, you feel free when if you have examples of men like this, feel free to call in to the podcast and you have your you'll let your your voice will be heard if that is an option that you want you can call in let tell us why tell us meaning the listeners why you know this man is to be highlighted you and uh anything else you want the listeners to know you know your 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 socials whatever that is your time to shine if that's what you feel comfortable doing if not then like uh just hit me up on uh twitter at you love Ernest. um and you know that's you underscore love and then underscore Ernest. i know it's spelled differently than the way i got it spelled on this podcast but just add the underscores after every word you'll be fine right uh we're not after my name but you know before after you and you you know what i'm saying like you you see how it's spelled but basically hit me up on twitter if you have an example you don't want to uh get on if you don't want to call into the episode but you still want your example to be highlighted tell me tell me and then i'll read it read uh what you have to say to me and I'll let the listeners know all that. And I'll still shout you out on Twitter or whatever social media platform. If you want that shout out. Uh, whatever you do, whatever shout out you want, you, you still get that shout out. So I say all that just to say that this segment is here to stay. I want to make it a, a, a every a, every week type of thing. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't think it's always going to be every week. It's going to be amazing to see if that's going to be the case, but who knows? But this week, I'm nominating Malik Yoba. Now, Malik Yoba is an actor, for those who don't know. Um, pretty good actor as well. Um, but, you know, Malik is getting the Men Being Men nomination uh, this week or reward this week or whatever you want to call it because of his stance on uh dating and loving basically trans women uh this is a stance that i feel strongly about this is a stance that i've been vocal about uh men should being uh men being able to be comfortable with who they are and and, and and just not just with trans women just men in general even if a man was interested in other men uh that man should not be shamed into loving who he loves or liking what he likes in general right 
Uh, nobody should have to go through that. No, uh, no man or woman should have to go through that. Um, but Malik came out and he stated that he finds trans women attractive, uh, and he doesn't. He still identifies as straight because, again, he finds women attractive in general. So cisgendered women and transgendered transgendered women. Um, he had a whole explanation. I don't pay attention to people's explanations as to why they like what they like or whatever they do what they do you know like when Lil Nas X came out as gay didn't really care to listen to why he was gay not to say that I don't care about Lil Nas X or I don't care about you know his sexuality because that's part of who he is uh so to say things like who cares about uh if you're gay or not I understand the sentiment behind it but that is a part of who he is so you have to indeed care about his sexuality if you are going to care about Lil Nas X for those who you know but that's a little side tidbit right there uh but um yeah I'm what I'm saying is I don't you don't have to explain to me or the world why you like transgendered women or why you like what you like um that is up to you and whoever you're dating at the time okay so if that is a trans woman at the time then so be it if she knows that you like her for whatever reasons you like her or you feel however you feel about her and she is uh she has a clear understanding of those feelings and you know whatever agreement you all come up with uh together on the on the 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 basis of your relationship whatever that relationship may be um that is you all's business um and that is not up for an in an explanation for the world to know okay um but i'm still giving him this nomination this week because not a lot of men especially not a lot of brothers gonna admit that out loud especially famous men like himself where there, it's an industry where there's a bunch of men who are still ashamed of not only their sexuality but just themselves in general um, and they're not going to admit to something like that um, Malik Yoba shout out to you uh, I know the big controversy right now is that <laughs> I guess with the surrounding him at least is the Breakfast Club interview he did with a couple of his friends of the LGBT community, whoever they are. I've not watched that interview yet. Um, hold on. Hey. It wouldn't be an episode if I didn't sneeze, I guess. God bless me. Um, but, anyways, um, and uh, once again, as always, every time I sneeze in your ears, Apologies for the unprofessionalism, I guess, right? Um, but what I was saying was I did not watch that interview yet. I do plan on watching it, and that might be a discussion point um, that I'll share next week in next week's episode. <laughs> Jesus. Um, apologies again. Anyways. Let me wrap this up. Let me get all these sneezes out before I get into the next segment. All right. So once again, shout out to Malik Yoba. Men being men, real men admitting to and, and proudly admitting to what they like, who they are, the type of men they are. They're not hiding 
from society. They're not hiding from the world. Malik stands up and he says, this is who I like. This is the, I am attracted to trans women as well as cisgendered women. So what? So what? And that's what a real man does. So once again, I will gladly take submissions. If you have any submissions, um, it doesn't matter if that man happens to be yourself and you're a man. You just have to not fit the quality. Uh, you just have to be the opposite of what a toxic uh, piece of shit, trash ass man is, right? If you're the opposite of all that, then listen, you you qualify for this segment. So you can shout yourself out. You can have me shout you out if you don't want to uh, have your voice be heard on the podcast. Um, but that's pretty much it for that segment. So I'm going to get into the next segment right after I get all these sneezes out. Stay tuned. <clears throat> all right, we back. And uh, this topic here, before I get into it, I don't want anybody to chime in without listening to what the fuck I gotta say cause I know it's going to be oh I have a feeling that I'm going to make this topic the also the title of this episode this week's episode um and I know a lot of people like to chime in on shit without I actually having to press play um number one it's it's going to be it I, I, I won't call it clickbait because I am going to talk about uh, this supposed idea that certain quote-unquote brothers have about black women's standards or just black women's dating standards. Um, but it definitely is meant to draw some attention to the episode and in turn to the podcast. So call it what you want, but it is the truth. Uh, the truth meaning that I'm going to speak on it and are black women's dating uh standards too high or standards too high i'm gonna use dating standards because i guess this was the topic of discussion sometime on black twitter listen i i freak i i mean i am a part of black twitter but i don't be seeing everything um because i'm not on twitter as much as i was back in the day uh not to try to insult people and be like because i got live i got shit to do but I'm working all the time. Um, and if I'm not working, I'm still doing other things that doesn't really involve me to be on Twitter unless I'm promoting these podcast episodes, unless I'm on there for the five to ten maybe minutes, or unless I'm tweeting about a show that I'm like that I like. Uh, and this is stuff that I typically do once again, probably anywhere between <laughs> uh, 30 minutes, uh, five to 10 minutes a day, uh, for a couple days per week, uh, outside of the self-promotion, of course, uh, but whatever, you, if you follow me on Twitter, if you see my presence on Twitter, you see what I'm about, you see what I do, uh, so I didn't, I, I, this, this, this debate, like a lot of the other debates that happen, I guess, uh, this flew under my radar, um, now this was an issue of, uh, I guess a coffee date or some shit like that, where a woman 
a black woman brought up a situation to where uh, a dude offered her a coffee date. Um, and she made it clear to him that she only does coffee arrangements when she makes business, when she's talking business with somebody. And this guy was not interested in, in, you know, making business with her or doing business with her. He wanted to carry on something more, something more intimate with her, possibly, I guess, something more intimate with her, uh, non-business related, right? So he switched up his mindset of, I guess this was a day later or some time later, he switched up from uh, offering her a coffee date to an actual, actual, I guess, date at some restaurant or somewhere, right? People gave this woman backlash because, oh my God, how come you, you, accepted this date which is more expensive than a coffee date and blah 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 right uh because she also made the point that uh these uh these dudes will try to lowball you and stuff like that and she was just letting her sisters know don't let these dudes lowball you you know get get that money from them <laughs> nah she didn't she didn't say all that but don't let these dudes lowball you basically uh when they're trying to take you on a date, you know, that's your time and your time should be spent doing something that, uh, you enjoy doing, right? So if coffee dates aren't your thing, which that's not the point she was making, but I'm saying this point, if coffee, they, if coffee dates aren't your thing, uh, in a non-business setting, I guess, as it is only for her when she's doing business, then don't waste your time doing so because you were offered that. Um, but there's a bunch of people saying things like, oh, I understand why, you know, she's single and a, a bunch of other women that was chiming in are single because their standards are too high. They want, they want a dude who they don't know who they just met or somebody who just just notice them from from you know across the street to treat them as if you know they're their wife or whatever and they should take them on a honeymoon and 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 you know they want somebody to come out of pocket for them when it's like you barely know this man and he barely knows you why should he have to come out of pocket to impress you right uh and you're not gonna offer anything if if anything if if sex isn't on the line right you know what i'm saying uh but other than that the, there's really not much uh reciprocation of of monetary spendingers or is that the same amount of money isn't going to be spent from the lady on the man as much as he is going to spend on her for this date for the possibility of them to carry on something more, whatever that something more is, don't know. I'm not, and, and, and I don't know because I'm not in that situation with those people. So, whatever that something more is, that is the possibility that, uh, for the hope of the possibility of whatever that something more is, that's what the man is doing by spending all that money. All right, so. I want to answer the question before I get into all of the 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 hoopla. Are black women's standards, or dating standards, too high? Uh, I don't think that they're too high at all. I think that you do have women 
of all nationalities, really, who have a specific type of, I guess, lifestyle they want to live, or they live an actual specific lifestyle, or they have different likes and wants and whatever, right? Simply because you constantly run into black women who have these certain standards does not mean that one, it is all black women, and two, that it probably means that you're picking the same type of women, right? And I don't mean black women as in you're picking the same type of women. It means, I mean that you're constantly looking for women who have certain standards, who live a certain lifestyle, or just have these certain standards off rip, right? And you're expecting them to have, you're, you're picking the same type of women and expecting a different outcome. From all these types of women. Because let me tell you. I've met plenty. Plenty. Plenty of black women. Who. And I don't do coffee dates. Because one. They cheesy as fuck. To me. It sounds cheesy as hell. Two. I don't drink coffee. Period. So it'd be more like a water slash coffee date. Because. What the fuck else am I going to drink at a coffee shop? What else do they sell at coffee shops? Tea? Why the fuck will I go on a date to drink tea when I can just stay my black ass at home and make some tea? That's simple as that. Now people could say, why would you go on a date and eat food when you can go home and you can stay at home and eat food? Because I can't cook like the gourmet chefs can, motherfucker. <laughs> but I can make tea just as good or probably even better as some coffee shops people can. Because all they're doing is the same shit I'm doing. Now, they can make the fancy teas and all that other stuff. Great. But I wouldn't make that a date. I'd make that a, a date with somebody else. I'd probably make that a date for myself. If I wanted to try some fancy-ass tea or some shit like that, I'd probably go to one of those shops myself when I have the free time and say, hey, let me try this, and then spend that money on my damn self. I'm not going to make that a damn date. I don't know. It sounds cheesy as fuck to me. That's my opinion, though. Some women out there may like coffee dates. And there were black women. I saw a comment in talking about how much they enjoyed coffee dates and things like that. So once again, people, let's not lump all black women together. Because as soon as they lump all us brothers together, we're, we're up in arms. We're throwing fits. Rightfully so. But we're up in arms and we're throwing fits about shit. Soon as they say black men are trash and shit like that. We're up in arms. But, and I'm not justifying them when they say that shit because that shit is ridiculous as fuck. But they say that simply because they've been experiencing a number of black men who were trash. So, again, you have to take that same type of mindset when you're out here making generalizations when you don't like to be generalized. Um, and you don't want to be generalized. Now, as far as, again, black women's standards being too high, once again, it's all women. (laughs) (laughs) Let me not generalize though, but no, you're going to see, you're going to find women of all shapes and sizes and heights and, and whatever. Shit, both trans women and cisgender women. You're going to find all types of women who have standards that can be deemed as high. You're going to find women who are of all shapes and sizes and, and, and skin tones and all that stuff. 
and you're gonna find women who have standards who may be on what considered to be the low end as in low standards right it really depends on how you 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 know before you i was saying this on twitter and i'm gonna say this here it's really a gamble at the end of the day like life is a gamble when you think about it but it's really a gamble at the end of the day when you're choosing the type of woman now i'm not saying the type of black woman or just uh if you're choosing black women a uh as opposed to white women as opposed to latinas as opposed to asian women no i'm saying it's a gamble when you're choosing any type of partner period right uh if you are going to show some interest in somebody that somebody might have standards that you deem as too high of standards for your uh for your 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 money right now for how you living right now if those standards are too high to you you then have a choice to continue on pursuing whatever you want to pursue with that person or you have the option to fall back just like in gambling if you are dealt with a situation to where you may choose to continue on losing money or making money or you could settle at whatever position you are at the current moment and fall back so do not blame these women do not try to shame black women into lowering their what you deem to be high standards simply because you feel as though they're at a level of or their standards are at a level that you're not at or that you're not comfortable uh spending that type of money or doing whatever they want to do simply fall back and let them be so they can meet somebody who is comfortable at being at those standards and i know it sucks because then you're gonna let somebody pass by that you really wanted to be with however you want to be with them but at the same time if you're not willing to put in the work to be with that person to do the extra what it means to be with that person then why even stress about damn i missed out it's like doing anything else in this world. If you're not going to put in the work to do that thing, then you can't really be upset at anybody but yourself if you miss out on whatever that situation is. So if you wanted some opportunity, right? But you did not put in the work to get that opportunity, but someone else did. You can't be mad at that someone else. You can't even be mad at the opportunity itself. You can only be upset at yourself because you did not put in the, the work to get said opportunity. Now, if you put in the work, once again, and it's a gamble because life is a gamble. If you put in said work and you still did not get said opportunity, such as you did spend the money that the woman wanted you to spend on her, and she still said, nah, guess what? I said, guess what? It's a gamble, my brother. Sure, it's going to suck, but you're going to have to chalk chalk that up as an L and move on. 
Do not shame her. Don't call her a bitch. Don't call her a gold digger. There's, there are some clear gold diggers out there. Don't get me wrong. This is not me on some simp ass. Women can never do wrong type shit. Women are perfect creatures. They're perfect beings. And men are all. No. This ain't that. But let's call a spade a spade. A lot of these men who are saying shit like black women's standards are too high have no problem. A lot of the black men saying that shit have zero. And I mean zero problems doing it for women of other nationalities. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how the only reason why you're saying things like black women's standards are too high compared to uh, a Latina woman's standards or a white woman's standards um, is because you do not value black women the way that you value other women. Therefore, if a black woman were to have standards you deem too high for her, it has nothing to do with, well, damn, ma, I don't make that much money. It has everything to do with, damn, ma, you ain't even worth all that. You a black woman. Like, why do you think you're hot shit? You white black woman. You should be thankful that I'm taking you out on a date or I'm asking you out on a date. That's what it seems like. And a lot of you dudes out there, that's what you really, that's how you really feel. It has zero to do because I've seen dudes all the time, black men, but I've seen dudes all the time say things like black women are too this, too that. Um, when it comes to the attitude thing, right? When a Latin woman is showing attitude and signs of abusive, being abusive as fuck, as the hitting, the cursing, the ver- basically the ver- verbal and physical abuse, it's, ah, uh, you know, that's just that Latina spice, right? That's just that attitude. A black woman does it. She's ghetto. She's ratchet. She's, she's worthless. She's all this other stuff. Now, these are qualities that any woman or anybody, any man or woman were to portray I believe that those are problematic qualities that anybody has. It don't matter their skin color. It doesn't matter their nationality. It doesn't matter if a black woman or a white woman or a Latina or Asian woman were to portray these type of behaviors toward me. I'm saying I'm done with her. I'm I'm not staying with her because, oh, that's just that Latina spice. No. No, she's done. She's gone. She's she's just as gone as the black woman who were to do that same shit to me. But a lot of y'all don't see it that way. So, at the end of the day, this discussion brings up a lot of, you know, underlying, underlying uh, uh, biases both men and women have. Now, granted, there are women out there with standards who, that are above their own means. And there are women out there who just want a man to take care of them. There's a lot of women out there actually like that. Who feel as though because they have a vagina that that means that the entire, the whole world is entitled to them. That whatever they, they don't have to work for anything, everything that they want. And, and any man or anybody really who gets in contact with them should be grateful that they're giving them the time of day to even speak to them so they have to come out of pocket whether that be with time with money with both with whatever and that mindset is bullshit as well but let's not get it twisted 
women have high standards and there are a bunch of women who have high standards and there are men who have high standards too right because if you were to actually talk to men of the lgbt community gay men or bisexual men who went on dates with men they'd probably tell you it wasn't it wasn't easy either it wasn't no cakewalk it wasn't like they could just take the dude to the pizza shop and he got a flat five dollar slice you got a five dollar slice and then total came up to ten dollars and and change and uh yeah that was that like no you know people have high standards and people like what they like period so whether someone is a cheesecake type of person a cheesecake factory type of person or they are uh, Benihana's or whatever the case may be. That's what they like. And if you cannot accept that because that's not what you like or that's not what your money is talking about right now, then simply back off. But to try to shame somebody for their, for their standards, for their liking, nah, that's not going to fly. That's not cool. That's not something that you should do as a man. And if you ever want to be uh, shouted out in the men being men segment, you're going to have to rid that attitude. You're going to have to change up that attitude because that's not how a real man operates. It doesn't operate on the men on some, you know, let's let me shame these women into lowering their standards of this, that and the third. Nah, it ain't, it ain't going down like that. So, that's my thoughts on the whole situation. You are always welcome to chime in. Um, and let me know what you think, how you feel. And basically everything about that discussion, if you know about it and you did chime in on Twitter and you feel the need to chime in again on the podcast, feel free to call in. You don't have to just call in for the Men Being Men segments. You can call in for any segment, really. Um, but that's that. On to the next segment. Alright, so on to another segment. Antonio Brown's rape allegations. So, I mean, only reason why I'm talking about this is because I want to, I mean, I've, this is a message that I've sent out uh, numerous times. Um probably on here a couple of times, not too sure. So I'm going to make it a segment and I'm not going to chime in on much after this segment here about this situation, unless news comes out that I feel as though needs to be talked about. This is not going to be a Jesse Smollett situation. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> for those who don't know, I guess, Antonio Brown, football player, being accused of rape. That's pretty much it. Uh, You know, yes, there is more to it, I guess. uh, But a personal trainer uh, is accusing him of raping her. Um, And sexually assault and rape as well. Um... Let me get into this first... Well, let me say this first. Number one, I am not choosing sides. Um, I know a lot of people like to choose sides based off of personal agendas that they have. Um, my 
the only agenda that I have is the truth. So I'm going to choose the side that is the truer side. And right now, we don't know which side is the truer side. People can make assumptions. And I am going to say that one side, uh, well, no, not, not actually, actually, no, not one side is looking more true than the other side. Uh, there are side, both sides of the story, I will say, do have uh, some things that are looking to be true. Obviously, one side being, no, I didn't rape her. Our sex was consensual. You're just mad because I didn't want anything more from you. And you tried to extort uh, X amount of money from me. You and your mom made this plot out. And then there's the other side of, you raped me. You sexually assaulted me. You raped me. Obviously, both sides have been detailing information uh, to prove their own personal case. Um, and, but that's still not enough for anybody. And I really mean anybody, not myself, not you, not anybody who isn't a federal judge or a judge of that matter. That's going to take on the case to decide whether one side is guilty or not. So whatever agendas you may have, personal agendas you may have, because a lot of it is rooted in personal agendas that people have. That shit does not matter. Did you hear what I said? I said that shit does not matter. So you can get on Twitter and make the claims of he's guilty. You can get on Twitter and make the claims that he's not guilty. If you're not handling the case, which an actual judge cannot, whoever the judge is that's going to handle the case, cannot get on Twitter or so any other social media platform for that matter and say that Antonio Brown is guilty or not guilty. This woman is lying or not lying. So, with that being said, shut your mouth. Alright? That's number one. Number two... Um, I don't think it's wrong. And I know people are going to say, well, you're choosing the side already. You said you went to choose the sides. No. I'm going to speak my piece, my thoughts on both sides. And that's what I'm going to do in this segment. And that's that. This is the second to last segment anyway. So I'm going to speak my piece on both sides on the situation in general. Then I'm going to get into the last segment. But. I don't think it is wrong for anybody to say things like, why did, why is this information coming out now? Well, let me rephrase that. That is a ignorance, that, that is a question that seems kind of dumb to ask, but we know why it's coming out now. The thing is, had this woman actually been sexually assaulted and raped by Antonio Brown, that does not mean, simply because it came out now, does not mean that she just came out of the woodwork now. Now, as in this month, September, since uh, football, the football season started, the NFL season started. 
it simply means that the information was put out now because of the NFL season started. The people she may have easily contacted uh, the NFL about this situation prior to September. And the news didn't come out now because, well, if you were paying attention to the shenanigans, a, a, uh, Antonio Brown, uh, I keep wanting to call him Adrian Broner or Azalea Banks because niggas with the initials A, B, B, Wiley. But anyways, um, Antonio Brown, um, you know, if you paid attention to that situation, you don't even got to be an NFL fan. I'm not a big fan of the NFL. Um. But if you are aware of the sport or just the franchise and you're aware of the athletes in it or uh, certain athletes in it, you know about the situations they're in. Obviously, this benefits the NFL to make AB look bad because it's part of the get him the fuck about the league uh, um, move, you know? And no, I am not saying, simply because I mentioned why the information is coming out now, I am not saying that this is all made up to get him to help, uh, to, to get him to fuck about the league. No. I'm saying this may have been information that NFL knew prior to the season started. And then them and their media team and, and all that other stuff decided to put this information out now to make a Antonio Brown look bad. Maybe that's the case. Maybe it is the way that others are putting it. This woman waited to release this information when the season started. So she can get some checks or some money or whatever. Because she knows season starts. Athletes getting paid. Brown is one of those athletes who are going to get paid. Time for me to get my come up. Once again, I am not saying that is the case. Because if she has evidence. And I saw somewhere where it said that she ended up. Passing a polygraph test to prove that she was not lying about, uh, I guess, the rape, right? If that is part of her evidence, plus the more evidence she has of being raped by uh, Antonio Brown, then that's definitely evidence that that needs to be shared in court. Now, share to the nosy motherfuckers on social media who, once again, have an agenda and they want to see that information so they can push said agenda, right? Let me take a sip of water real quick. All right. I'm going to fall back, like I said, because I don't know. Don't know who's telling the truth. I don't know who's lying. But I do know, simply because 
Antonio Brown and this woman are seen in videos laughing and kikiing together. Right? You you damn right I said kikiing together. Roll up if you got a problem. Just because you see them laughing and kikiing together doesn't mean that she was not raped by Antonio Brown. I don't know why people think that rape is just a random occurrence that happens between a stranger and a woman. Or a stranger between two strangers, basically. Right? The victim being a stranger and the rapist being the uh, the stranger as well. Sure, does that happen? Sure, yeah. There are a number of rape situations to where the woman did not know her rapist at all. She was just walking the street and then some creep in the alley pulled her in, raped her. There are some situations to where uh, someone was at a party, got drugged by somebody, raped. Didn't know that somebody, didn't know anybody at the party, really. College parties. Shit goes down like that. You don't know everyone at these college parties. You go to the same college as these people. Does not mean you know everybody at these damn parties. But that is not the only instances of rapes. A lot of rapes happen actually. Where between people who actually know one another. You know spousal rape. That's a thing. I know people are going to say, how, if you're married to somebody, and sex still works whether, sex works the same way whether you're married to somebody or not. It has to be consensual. You don't have to be, just because you're married to somebody doesn't mean you own that somebody. Now, I know that's something that a lot of people feel (laughs) is the case. That may have been the case thousands of years ago, maybe, during the caveman times. You know, when you just billy club a woman, you take her back to your cave, you rape her, she wakes up, you're now married to her, that man, so that's that. You're now pregnant with that man's babies. But we're more civilized, or I like to think we are a lot more civilized than those barbaric, savage, white folk times. Cave dwelling times. I would like to think that. But a lot of y'all motherfuckers making, y'all exposing yourself to believe that your mindset is, you may not have been alive during those times. None of us were, to be real with you. But if you are a cave person and you're alive, you're listening to this podcast, you were alive during those times, I would really, really, really like to interview you for the Let's Talk About It podcast. So uh, please let me know. But seriously, none of us were alive during those times. But that does not mean that you don't have the same mindset of those times. And those times could be pretty much fake as fuck. Who knows? But you still think that way. It's a figure of speech. When when I say things like you're thinking like a caveman or you know some shit like that, right? Now, when I say cave dweller, that's a ra- racist statement. I have toward, anyway, (laughs) listen, I'm not making light of the situation. You know me if you listen to me. You know how I get down. 
we should take this situation seriously as we should do all rape allegations. But, and let's not, and I hate when people do this shit, right? When they say, yeah, rape accusations, fake rape accusations do happen, but they're so rare. Simply because something is a rare occurrence doesn't mean that it isn't real. Doesn't mean that it should not be taken seriously. Fucking rainbows are rare, my nigga. Why you think it's a big deal whenever rainbows happen? Why you think every time a rainbow happens, people take pictures and shoot videos and stuff like that? Because there are rare occurrences. Do they happen? Yes, that does not mean simply because there are rare occurrences that they do not happen. Something rare does not mean fake. Let's get that shit out of your brain. I hate when people say shit like it shows that less than 5% of rape accusations are actually, that's only 5% of rape accusations are actually fake, which means that 95% of them are real. Good, you know, math, good, you know, statistics, you still can't count out that 5%. You still cannot see it say simply because 5% of rape accusations or less than 5 is something like that. Because the number used to be 3. Now it's risen from 3 to 5, apparently. So you can't say that somewhere in between 3 to 5% of rape accusations are fake. That those fake accusations should not be taken seriously simply because 95 or 97 percent of those individuals were actually raped yeah we should take that number seriously because that's a high ass number whether it be 95 whether it be 96 97 that's a high ass percentage that should be taken seriously we should not take that lightly at all But accusing somebody as uh, of rape when they did not do shit, extortion is fucking serious. You've ever been extorted before? I haven't. I mean, we were kids and stuff, and in a way, we would we we were kids tried to extort us into doing shit or whatever, right? If you was one of those punk kids. That was getting extorted in a way to do somebody's homework before you get, uh, or you get your ass beat or some shit like that. You know, you know, weird shit like that, but that's extortion. It's not extortion on a grand level of, I'm going to accuse you of X, Y, and Z unless you pay me X amount of money that I'm asking, right? Or I have this information about you that you don't want to be put out, um, to be put public. So uh, you have to pay me X amount of money for me to withhold this information. And if you don't make those payments, I'm going to put, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to expel that, that, uh, you know, that information. I'm going to tell everybody that information. Extortion is serious. Rape is serious, but what else is also serious? Fake rape accusations. And if that happens to be the case with this woman, within Antonio Brown, I'm going to need people to keep that same energy. It's not going to happen. But I'm going to need people to keep that same energy and they're going to 
I'm gonna need people to look at this woman and say, hey, you're fucking it up. You're fucked up. You're, you should be ashamed. And like I've said in past episodes before, how many ever years Antonio Brown was going to get had she, had he actually been found guilty of raping and sexual assaulting this woman should be the same amount of years. She should, she should get this, those years for lying about it. Simple as that. If people can go to jail for making fake police calls and fake police reports, um, then fake rape accusations should 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 also be held seriously too. That's pretty much what I got to say about the whole situation. Again, I am not choosing a side. I said what I said about everything simply because video clips and, and multiple video clips of him and her kikiing together, you know, does not mean that he did not rape her. There are women out there. I know women who've been raped by somebody that they know personally that they thought was cool. So don't be that insensitive jackass to say, hey, see, look at them. They laughing to kick it together. Does this look like somebody who raped? Number one, you don't know when that video was taken. You don't know if she was raped by Antonio Brown a year after, not even a year after that video. Well, yeah, a year after that video came out of them chilling. Two years. Leave that all up to the professionals. All you Twitter professionals out there ain't making no dime, no penny off of the shit y'all do on social media when y'all want to do all this shit. Y'all could do this shit for real life. Make some real money off of this shit. But you don't. Because you'd rather get paid in likes and retweets, retweets and comments. Rather than getting paid money. But then you want to talk about how broke you are. Complain about how broke you are. And living is a motherfucker. Living is expensive. But if you're not doing something for your own self to get your own goddamn money. If you don't get off your goddamn ass. Listen. If you so damn good at discovering who's guilty of rape or not, actually do it for real. But I don't want to hear you picking sides of if he's guilty or not guilty. Let's let the professionals do that. And then when the professionals come out, then we can all chime in on, on shit. And if it's found that he is not guilty, then he's not guilty. It's found that way. Don't try to say, well, that's a bullshit and blah, blah, blah. Because if he's really out here raping women and he got away with it, because athletes do this shit and athletes get themselves caught up all the time. If he gets away with it this one time, he's going to try it again. Unfortunately, he's going to try it again. And it may not work out in his favor. People be safe out there. Um, if this woman is actually raped, obviously, uh, I want her to <clears throat> get the justice that she deserves. 
But if she's lying, I want Antonio Brown to get the justice he deserves. That's how I'm going to put it. On to the last segment. All right, on to the last segment. Pro-black beef. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know if there's actual beef. I'm just calling it that because, you know, it sounds funny. But D-Ray McKinson and uh, Sean King, you know, the these two prominent Black Lives Matters uh, or just black activists in general. Um, D-Ray's came out and he wrote an article on Medium um, displaying uh, how much, how, how he believes Sean King lacks integrity and he basically uses and abuses black women um to, to, to obviously do his work for him. Um, Sean King is, he came out and said that, you know, he's been working on projects for years, uh, a specific project for a couple years now. And everybody that is involved in these projects have the understanding are doing so with the understanding that they're not getting paid to do so. Uh, because they care more about the cause than the monetary gain they could get from said cause. I'm here to state my piece about this whole situation, but I can tell you right now, I couldn't care less about who's right, who's wrong, um, who's lacking integrity between the two gentlemen, and who is the more, who has integrity between the two. Because I don't look for either of them, actually, to be my voice. Uh, now, if they want to speak up for me, if they want to defend me, if they want to, in any way, shape, or form, want to do business with me, or, you know, some type of allyship with me, I am willing to hear out both D-Ray and Sean King to see what the fuck they got to say. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to speak my mind. I'm always going to do me. I will stick up for the causes that I stick up for. And yes, they are two people who believe in Black Lives Matter as much as I do. D-Ray, him being of the LGBT community, is in support of the LGBT community. Uh, just as LGBTQ plus community let me get the all the words right just as much as i am for the same community but simply because i agree with both gentlemen on an array of topics or array of subjects does not mean i give a damn about their standpoint does not mean i'm going to side with one or both the the big message i want listeners here in this segment to understand is You don't have to side. You don't need somebody to be your leader. These self-appointed leaders or these leaders who have a cult following that appointed them, whatever type of leader, um, just because their fans, their stands, their cult members called them leaders does not mean you have to fall in line and say, okay, 
because I believe in this issue. You also believe in this issue. We think the same way-ish about these said issues, these problems. You are now my leader. So whatever you say, I am going to follow. No. You can, if you want to take that route, you can be a leader yourself. And have your own cult, your own fan base, your own stand base. Or you could do as I do. Say how you feel. State what's on your mind. If people decide they want to follow your word. That's on them. But also do not. Coerce anybody into thinking the way that you think. Feeling the way that you feel. Doing what you do. Just do you. And if people follow, they follow. If they don't, they don't. But continuously do you. And this is no slight to Malcolm Metz, Martin Luther King, Angela Davis, Nina Simone, um, any other activists out there, Gil Scott Heron, um, any other black activists you can name. This is no slight to them. But if I was alive during those times, my same, I'd have the same sentiments that I'm having now. These are people that are revered for, well, the, the you know, the Gilscar Herons, the Kings, the Malcolm Metz's, the Angela Davis's, the Nina Simone's. These are people who throughout time got their reverence because of the work that they did. Nor D-Ray, nor Sean King have that type, uh, to me, at least right now, have that same type of reverence. Because they haven't shown much to me. I've been knowing these guys for years now. Not as long as I've been learning about King and Malcolm Metz and Angela Davis and them. But I've been knowing these guys for a few years now. So I know how they get down. I know what I like and dislike from these people. And I'm not to say, and that's not to say that Martin Luther King, Malcolm Metz, and all those other people that I name are perfect beings. Nobody is perfect. But why I revere the Angela Davises in them is because of what they were doing. The years upon years upon years. Of them doing what they did. The impact that they, they, they've had. These two. And this may be because they're, we're living in social media times. And social media times is is is, is, is kind of wonky. <laughs> to say the least. Right? Ridiculous, wonky, whatever adjective you want to use that is similar to those two words. Have at it. Just don't use retarded. Alright, because I'm gonna slap you. Um, but those these times are uh weird, strange times, and people do things for a specific look on social media, is what I'm saying. Now people can say, well, those people you name, if social media was back it was around back then, there's always been a form of type of attention. 
Social media is attention. There's always been, ever since the creation of media in general. There's always been a way of getting people the uh, attention from the masses. So no, social media wasn't as popping or as at the stage that it is now as it was during the 60s and 70s. But there were still forms of media. There were still social gatherings. And with that became social media. Social media isn't new. We just put the name to it. Once apps like Facebook and Twitter and MySpace and, and all these other places and all these other things came about. But we gave it the name social media. But if we, if you really think about it, these things have been around. These things as in, not as in Facebook, not as in Twitter, but these things of social gatherings and the media. Because without social media, without media, without social media, there would be no media. I mean, there would be no social media without media is what I'm saying, right? You got to think about it, right? And then talk about it on Let's Talk About It podcast. But as far as information these two guys are putting out, this is another situation where I'm not taking the side. I'm not going to go for uh, uh, Sean King because he it could be Possibly Rachel Dolezal's cousin, right? Or I'm not going for D-Ray because he's gay and he's black. So what? What's going to go down is this is another situation to where time will tell. If time tells that D-Ray is just a jealous motherfucker and he saw and he's, 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 He's in this little secret competition of who's more woke, who's more pro-black within Sean King, with Sean King, and he see that he's losing this competition for whatever reason, and he has to now pull out some stunt. If it shows that that's the case, and D-Ray just cares about how he looks, time will tell. If it shows that Sean King's a fraud, time will tell. But I'm not out here going to choose a side between the two. Like I said, what I really want to get across, the message I really want to get across in this segment is to tell people that you don't have to look for to either of these dudes to uh, fight for the causes that you want to fight for. It's really that simple. I do it. I've been doing it. Like I said, for as long as I've known D-Ray and Sean King and have had interactions with both men. I've not once thought I needed them to push the messages that I want to push out there. Now, are their platforms bigger than mine? Yeah, sure. 
They're not the only two with bigger platforms in mind. That does not mean that my voice does not matter. That's number one. Number two, that does not mean I cannot voice my voice because those two guys have bigger platforms than I do. It simply means that they have more followers. It simply means that they're more known than I am. It's not going to stop me from talking about the issues that I talk about. That's not going to discourage me from seeing the things that I have to say. That's not going to make me feel as though I have to then attach myself to them or anybody else for that matter in order for my messages to get put out there. Because before they were who they were, they started off small as well. They started off small too. And I'm not saying I'm not I'm coming for Air Throne because I'm not in this for some title of being the wokest, the most, the pro-blackest. I'm not in it for all that. I want to see the people that I care about, black people, disenfranchised folks in general. I want to see the people that I care about get the justice that they deserve, get the right that they deserve because the injustices that we as black people members of the LGBTQ plus community other disenfranchised folks women in general when it comes to pay and shit like that right these injustices are not stuff that any of us deserve I want to see those people do better whether my name becomes this big, you know, whether it becomes big or not, it doesn't matter to me. Now, as far as the money aspect, <laughs> um, yeah, man, people, y'all do what y'all want to do. But like I was saying before, you can push out the, these messages your damn self. And. Guess what? And I'm going to give y'all a little secret. Look look left, look right, look up, look down. Make sure nobody, nobody, this is a little secret. You can support the issues you want to support and still make money on the side. Because we live in a society where, once again, you need money to survive. You can work whatever job. You can do whatever you do to make money and still support these issues. Now, now, that is not me saying use these issues to make money. You can make money if this is something you love doing. You love being social and uh, being involved in the social justice world, and that's how you make your money. Make your money, brother, sister non-binary person gender fluid person make your money but be genuine and that's the biggest issue when it comes to these uh, 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 activists is whether they're genuine or not 
And yes, if they have integrity or not. So integrity is important. I'm just saying I don't give a fuck about Sean King's integrity. Because Sean King doesn't move me. D-Ray doesn't move me. All these other people do not move me. The people who've inspired me are the people in the history books. The people who have made an actual impact. Such as the Black Panther parties. Such as Martin Luther King. People who have made actual impacts. These are the people who inspire me. Not the social media fools. I have yet to see anything that Sean King or or D-Ray have inspired any type of change. Now again, they've only been doing this for a couple years. Maybe even more. And it takes... A long progress takes a long time, unfortunately, but it takes a long time. So who knows, maybe another 15, 30, 60 years from now, we will see, we will then see once again, who is really about about it and who isn't, not just with these two dudes, but with all these other activists. We'll see who's actually about about it. That's number one. Number two, maybe we will see their work actually be be implemented, and and it's actually doing good for the communities of individuals that they are fighting for. And then, if I'm alive, then then I will choose a side to say I will not really choose a side. I will big up their work, but now. Now I'm doing me. And I'm just making that suggestion to you. You don't got to choose any of these dudes or anybody else. You can do you. You can also do what that little secret is. And let me tell you one more time. Simply because I love you. Look left. Look right. Look up. Look down. Ain't nobody around. I. You can support these issues you care about and make money on the side. You can work for these issues still make money as long as you actually care about these issues more than you care about just making money and making a name for yourself you are doing what I call the right thing and that's that and that's all I gotta say really so uh yeah that is the end of this episode Oh, I'm so foolish. I make myself laugh. I don't know how you not listen, laugh listening to me. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. But anyways, this has been another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy. Different name. Timestamps in the description box below as usual. You can listen to five minutes, ten minutes, or the whole damn thing. I appreciate you listening regardless. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you're black. Stay genuinely black people. Stay beautiful, everybody. Black lives matter. LGBTQ plus lives matter. Trans lives matter. And black women matter. And no, their standards aren't too high. You just don't like black women. Okay? Anyways, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.